Who? Tell me why Mob Psycho is good. It just is. That's it? You need to watch it. Okay, but tell me why. Because I... Don't be embarrassed. Tell me. I can't explain it to you. Maybe your friend can. You're why? You haven't seen Mob Psycho at all? I haven't. Carter's killing me to watch it. Okay. So if you guys haven't seen Mob Psycho, why are you making me want to see it so bad? Because it's a delight. Oh, you've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. All right. You've convinced me. I'm going to watch Mob Psycho. How do you feel? I believe you. Why? Because last time you said you were going to do it and you didn't. I didn't? Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't watched it. (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Diary. I'm Scott Johnson. Today is a day where... Sorry, I just got a text. Who's this from? That's from my Xbox. Uh, Today is a day where the likelihood... Well, between today and the 4th... What is the 4th? It's the 1st today, so that's what, Tuesday? Or I don't know what it is. Can't do math. Because today's Saturday. Anyway, that uh, my daughter will have her second baby. First baby's now three and a half years old and uh he's about to get a sister which is eminent she will be here quite literally any time doctor said somewhere between a couple of days ago and a few days from now that's the window she's very pregnant my daughter taylor by the way you guys don't hear much from taylor because taylor's you know busy married you know runs a full-time photo business thing has a baby of her own she's very busy i don't get to talk to her on mic very often carter's here here and there you know like this little thing i did at the top of the show about mob psycho she was here last night with her friend that's why i asked them that question so i didn't get to hear from taylor much but um her and i are very close and uh i'm just for whatever reason i'm really feeling this one from a nerves standpoint and i don't know why so much i wasn't feeling this way when she was pregnant with van um i don't know i don't know why it's weird i think there's probably a couple of things going on in my own head like um you know it's her second kid i had three i don't know just maybe time it feels like time's going a little faster than i expected maybe it's just Maybe this just weird idea is mounting that now I'm in, you know, I'm in that era of I'm, my kids are having kids. Well, one of them is. And while everybody is on the relatively young side of things, Taylor's only 27, I think. This is around the time I was also having kids. So, you know, young uh, compar- comparatively to the averages, I think, you know, most people wait till they're 30 or something. Um, and she's already got one down and one to come. And, um, I don't know if they're done there or maybe they'll have more. I don't know. Probably done if I had to guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's just like this reminder that nobody's getting any younger. Certainly I'm not. And it's okay because these are really joyful things. These are exciting things. Um, they're a little nerve wracking just because you want to, you know, make sure everything goes well. She's been told by her doctors numerous times that everything's thumbs up on this one. Everything's looking great. No issues, no problems, nothing. 
100% normal across the board. So it's not even like that stuff to worry about so much. I think I just feel like time is fleeting. It's just flipping past me at a, at a rate that was unexpected. And uh, I know I talk about this on a lot of shows, but time time's weird, man. The sense that it's just, you know, blowing past me. I don't like it. Part of it is I just, I stay really busy. I couldn't tell you. I've talked about this before, maybe. I apologize if I'm saying it twice, but I cannot tell you the last time I was bored. You know, like I, I, I think I was probably a teenager the last time I felt true boredom. Like I was probably 17 or 18. Would have been the last time. I don't feel it now, ever. And I haven't really my entire adult life. I feel whatever the opposite of boredom is. And I, and I don't mean like, um, I don't even know what I mean by that. What is the opposite of boredom? I just always have something going on. And because I have so much going on constantly, I never have this moment of like, I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. It just doesn't, it just literally doesn't happen to me. And I think I've self-imposed that. And there is value to boredom. Boredom often, uh, creates creativity and, inspires you to think deeper about things. And then maybe you come out on the other side with some, you know, you're kind of forced to meditate in a bored state sort of in a weird way. So I think I would actually gain a lot and benefit from a good bored state, but I'm just, I can't find one. I don't know how to do it anymore. I don't know how to be bored. And when people are bored around me, cause it happens sometimes I, I notice it and I'm like, I don't, what is, what are you even doing? How is it possible you are bored right now? when I wish I was bored. (laughs) It's a strange thing to say. You'd think you'd say, well, if I'm never bored again, that's wonderful. I don't know if it is. I think maybe there's something missing when you have, you don't have that time to where, where time slows and you're less like, Oh my gosh, that hour flew by that day flew by that week flew by that month flew by the years are flying by. Boredom gives you a little bit of room in there, you know, Because what is time if not our perception of it? I mean, it's a real phenomena as in terms of how we experience it or perceive it, the passage of time. But, I mean, is it actually different for me than it is for someone standing next to me? I don't know. There's some theories out there. I read up on some of this. And it really just does come down to your state of mind, like just how much you're filling your head with. And the more full it is, the more untenable a state of boredom is, or just even a state of, I have nothing to do right now. Like I need to find that more. I need to figure out a way to get myself into at least a little bit of here's a two hour block where I have nothing to do (laughs) and I will therefore do nothing for two hours. Like that sounds like that's foreign sounding into my own ears. As I say it, it doesn't make any freaking sense (laughs) to myself. How does one do that? I'm not sure. I think I'm past the brink. I'm well, I'm well past the, I can't, there's no return. What's the phrase I'm looking for. I'm at the point of no return. I will never be bored again. 
it is more likely that I'll go outside right now and be hit in the head with a board made of wood than I am to be bored spelled the other way. That's how not bored I am. And you might say, well, Scott, hey, you're recording this podcast. You could have not done this and gone and done something else for 20 minutes. You're right. I could have. But I really wanted to talk to you guys. And so I am. Part of that discussion involves reading emails that I got in the last day. And I'm going to read one now from Josh McCurry. I like that name. Uh, I don't know why. Anyway, Josh wrote in to the email address, scott.internet at gmail.com. That's scott and then a period, internet at gmail.com. Here's what he says. Hey, Scott, longtime listener and occasional Twitter lurker. -er -er. You posted this on Twitter and frankly, I was unaware uh, uh, of this show, but I really enjoy the one I just listened to. I study and practice stoicism. And it's uh, very heavy with journaling and reflection, and so the show format really kind of resonates. Anyway, you asked for a pretty timely question, or asked a pretty timely question, which is, what is the root cause of all that conspiracy theory archetype that you see in people? Uh, And why do we see more inundated with it lately? So this is all about, you know, the Flat Earth episode. Says, I believe what you said is definitely part of the theory. Humans are uh, already aren't adapted to life. Why can I read today? Humans really aren't adapted to the life we lead in a lot of dimensions. Our food is hyper palatable and shouldn't exist. It has ingredients from all over the world that shouldn't come together normally. It's partly why we eat too much of it. We also had to keep an eye out for danger. And that was a built-in paranoia with a survival strategy. We really aren't suited to be blasted with information on the scale we are today and critical thinking isn't as part a topic as it should be or isn't a high, high of a discussed topic as it should be. There are people who fall into those gaps. I mean, yeah, that's I 100% agree with that. It says, I also believe that there are lots of people out there leading spectacularly monotonous lives and conspiracy theory lets them feel like they are special. Maybe this is why I'm so opposed to it because I'm already so busy speaking of what we talked about earlier. And I'm never bored. I never get caught into into a loop or a, a rabbit hole of, whoa, how deep does this go? I don't ever do that because I don't have time, mentally or physically, or or you know, or actual just straight time. So I think that's pretty that's pretty uh, astute right there. He says they um, they know they think they know something the rest of the world does not. They feel like the kid in class that solved the difficult math problem on the board before anyone else shoots up their hand. It's hard for people to accept that the world is just chaos. Uh, People would much rather believe that there is a dark cabal pulling all the strings than what is likely the truth, that people just aren't that powerful and cunning. And they aren't that great at keeping secrets either. That's true. I always think of this about government. Everybody wants to make governments big sinister beasts when really most of it's brute force and derp and, you know, people like you and me working behind desks and making human errors and all that. They're rarely all that organized. You know, military, maybe you can give them a little more credit for organization and they certainly have the resources, but um, I think just good old fashioned, fashioned bureaucracy, if I could talk today, is uh, a lot more mundane and boring. Maybe I should do that. I could work there. I could be bored again. Anyway, why does it bother me so much, he says, or meaning me, he said you, he means me. I can only answer why it bothers me, and truth is, it's because at some point in my life, 
I accepted that there are a lot of hot button issues like religion or politics that I largely will, won't that that I largely won't sway other people on and really don't have the desire to. I'm not out to sell people on my perspective. I long for civil high-minded dialogue and talk of philosoph- uh, philosophy and history and coming to rational conclusions about it all. The people that espouse these crank theories aren't that. Well, I agree. They are the opposite of that. They are utterly certain of themselves. They want to argue about it. There is no dialogue. There is listening to their pitch and either buying it whole hog or rejecting it and being one of the sheeple. They also want everyone to know. They are practically bursting, waiting for you to ask questions. (laughs) Oh, you won't ask, so let me just tell you, he says. I love that. Anyway, my two cents, Josh. Josh, I agree 100%. 100%. I will say... His tiny little uh, avatar icon, it's a photo of him on his email, his Gmail icon. Uh, At a glance, only at a glance, I thought for a second I was looking at um, uh, Alex Jones. You look like Alex Jones in that tiny photo. I blew it up. You don't look like him at all. But in this tiny photo kind of way, I got an Alex Jones vibe. And for some reason that made me laugh because, well, obviously because of the topic here. Speaking of people with who perpetuate whacked out theories and usually do so willingly, willfully uh, making people think things. Anyway, that's not the point. Josh, I appreciate your thoughts and I agree with them whole, whole hog here. Everything you've said here makes sense to me. And somebody at home is going to go, well, that's your problem. You just agree with those you agree with. You're open to other people's ideas. Hey, other ideas, no problem. Telling me that the earth is flat and um, birds are drones and uh, I don't know, moon landing was faked. You name it. Holocaust was fake. Hitler's still alive. Elvis still alive. JFK is going to show up at a at a uh, something and reinstate Donald Trump into power. All this kind of stuff. You're not. Those aren't ideas. I'm not open to. Those are large piles of bullshit that you're shoveling my way. And also, here's the deal. Here's my new deal. Here's my new deal for America, everybody. The new deal. You ready? Here it is. If you come at me with some claim that there is not present and accounted for evidence for already. In other words, here's an example where it does. Um, Scott, this big, uh, this, uh, this hamburger will cost you $3. And I go, yep, that's what says on the menu. Uh, that is $3. I will buy that now for $3. I wish burgers were that cheap now, but anyway. I don't need you to back any back that up with much evidence, okay? You come at me and say the earth is flat and they've been fooling you the whole time. Don't expect it to, to be my burden to provide evidence to the contrary. That's not how it works. You make a claim, you bring the evidence. And evidence isn't just saying do your research or you're just not talking to the right people or whatever that is. That's not evidence. That's deflection. So F right off at that business. I'm not interested. Okay? Just not. And that's why, you know, when somebody says, um, oh, SpaceX launched today and they did a thing or whatever. That's backed up with evidence. Okay, they did. But if you say they figured out a way to put Jeffrey Dahmer's brain in a monkey and now he's uh, teaching a seminar on how to be a better serial killer <laughs> or whatever. 
I'm sorry. It's not my job to, to provide evidence for that. Even if I'm curious about your claim. And I know it's going to ruffle some feathers of some types who get real religious about certain issues. And the whole word faith comes in and all that. I don't know. I think we just need to take a look at ourselves a little bit, you know? We need to we need to figure out what's what and what's right and what's wrong and you know, be moral people without uh, feeling like we got to be part of some tribe. There's a million there's a million things I could say here, but that's all I'm going to say. Josh, thank you for your email. If you have a thought like Josh uh, in addition to this or something new, uh, doesn't matter. I'll take your emails no matter what they're for or from that address is scott.internet at gmail.com. Scott.internet at gmail.com. I mean, who knows? I may, I may get another email address that's just less stupid than that. Like maybe uh, Frog Pants Diary or Scott Johnson Diary dot at gmail or something. I don't know. I have so many Gmail addresses. Do I really want to do that to myself again? Okay. I think that's about all I got today. A little shorter today, but you know, trying to do these on the daily, which means you probably need them in smaller doses anyway. You don't want some big hour and a half thing. Uh, plus I kind of need to be uh, at the ready if Taylor starts uh, the, with the, with the labors, she's already having some, but they're, you know, they're not, I don't know how to, I'm no doctor, so I'm not going to claim to know how this works, but they're not serious or as regular as they need to be, to be confirmed as final labor or whatever. I don't know if they're still called Braxton Hicks or if this is pre-labor or what this is, but it's kind of go time and I want to make sure I'm here. Kim's still out of town for the funeral of her brother-in-law. And so she doesn't get home till tomorrow. I know she really wants to be home before this all goes down and I don't blame her. She would, she would just be heartbroken if she wasn't here when the baby was born. So, uh, fingers crossed that, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell Taylor to hold it, (laughs) but you know, I'm kind of hoping she can, she can hang in there and I'm going to see them here in a minute and kind of be around. So, so I know what's going on anyway. Uh, love to hear back from you guys. Thanks for listening. It's always good to talk to you. Support the Patreon. If you can, patreon.com slash frog pants. It's a great way to support the diary, which there will be another one of tomorrow. All things willing. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.